Although, if I'm being honest, I think this episode's not going to have that much about ASMR. I think it's going to have even less than normal, which is really saying something. John. Hello there. Uh, hi, Ian. My name I... is Ian, and I am the co-host <laughs> on the ASMR Quest podcast. Wow, this is this is new. This is different. I I don't know where I'm gonna put the the intro music in this episode. This will be wait, John. Kind of weird. Why do you think? Yeah, this is different. This is how it always is. <laughs> oh, oh, John! I know it's going on for... here. It's because I upgraded my recording setup. <laughs> I had just been like this the whole time, but I think it's only now that you can hear my sweet, sweet ASMR voice. <laughs> Hey there, John! (laughs) (laughs) What an intro. Uh, Thank you for joining us again, listeners. Um, (laughs) Lost your train of thought there or something? Uh, Yeah, I did. Uh, Wonder how that could happen. I don't know. Uh, So I guess... um, there's uh, just a, a few quick uh, points of business uh, at the beginning of this episode today. Um, so first, uh, last last time, Ian, you made a promise that um, until we got 100 downloads, mm-hmm. we would read every email sent to us, correct? Yep. Something along those lines. Um, I think I made a lot well, of promises last episode, actually. <laughs> that, that was one of the promises. You made several others. Uh, you also promised that we would read every iTunes review. Um and I think there was a, I think there was a different um, qualifier on that one, um, but we don't have to worry about that because we don't have any iTunes reviews yet. Nice. We also don't have to worry about the emails because we already have over a hundred downloads. Holy shit! So really? they missed their opportunity. Oh man. Yep. Oh jeez. We also don't have any emails <laughs> to read, <laughs> but even if we did, we wouldn't be reading them. So, like, how many uh, downloads are we sitting at? Uh, 198 at this point. 198? Holy yeah. shit, who's, who's listening to this? Uh, I don't know, 143 unique downloads, though. 104, John, who's... It's like a lot of people listened to one episode and decided they were, they'd had enough. Well, I mean, you can't blame them, but I just wonder, like, what's, what... If you see this podcast, I mean, I think we chose our cover art pretty well. So that if you see this podcast, this ASMR Quest podcast, and you download it, like, how are we not living up to your standards? <laughs> That's a great point. I think it's we set question. the bar pretty low there. <laughs> I think so. Wow, I'm um, just... Imp- yeah, I don't know. Can't believe a hundred fucking... I don't even know. How do people... Because the way that I find all my podcasts, and I listen to a lot of podcasts... But the way I always find oh, yeah, it so, is, so do I. I just, I'll go onto iTunes, or more recently not iTunes because I stopped using it. Um, but like, I'll, I'll look at, you know, what are the hot podcasts? What are the podcasts that are sort of tracking right now? And yeah, I generally get my podcasts, uh, as recommendations from friends or recommended, 
recommendations from podcasts I listen to. We'll occasionally recommend other podcasts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just... I never, like, just stumble across some, like, uh, random podcast that's only got, like, a hundred people listening to it. Well, only a hundred, John. A hundred is way more than I... Because I would have expected that this podcast would have maybe gotten, like, you know, our friends listening to it. And maybe, like, one random person. Yeah. But, like, how, yeah. how are all these... We've got a lot of randos. If you're a rando who's somehow made it to episode, what are we on, six? If you're a random uh, who made it to episode six, yeah. write in and tell us, like, how did this Please happen? Please do, that would be great. We'd love to hear that. Um, I guess, honestly, I should mention, um, I think part of the reason that we don't have any uh, tweets, reviews, or emails to read yet, um, in addition to the fact that there aren't that many people listening, um, and they probably don't want to talk to us anyway, uh, is, uh, I'm going to part the curtains a little bit here i only released um that episode or episode five where we actually told people how to contact us uh two days before we're, we are recording this episode oh <laughs> so hopefully by the time we record the next episode we'll have uh i think you gotta start putting that in, sort of but... stuff in like the descriptions or something oh that'd be a good idea um yeah somewhere it's more visible i'll have to work on that uh, anyway, um, so I think that was more. I think that was pretty good for our intro. Yeah, that's been um, before the we indulgence move on to... corner. <laughs> we should call it that. Yeah, it's a great name. Um, so I think that was good for the indulgence corner. Um, but before we move on to side questing, mm-hmm. I have a new segment that I want to introduce. Okay. Um, it's called names we fucked up. Names we fucked. I don't think we fucked up any names though, John. <laughs> Um, well, so there's already the um, the well-established uh, Chelsea Handler. Well, uh, her name is not Chelsea Lately, but Chelsea Handler. We don't know that for um, sure, John. We don't know that for sure. But... <laughs> she has not released the long-form birth certificate. Is all I'm saying. Okay. But... <laughs> uh, we we do have um, another entry to to add. Um, so uh, last week we were talking about uh, the world's greatest head massager. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Baba Sen. Uh, we said Baba Yen a lot <laughs> of times. Um, th- I think we did start saying Baba Sen towards the end, um, but it was a- in a chunk that like was not very interesting otherwise, so I had to cut it out for time. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so Wait. the only section where we actually say his name properly, I had to remove. Here's what I want you um, to do, so yeah, Baba Sen, not Baba Yen. I've got a- an exciting homework for you for editing this one. Because yep. I seem to recall last time that I said I was going to go say, like, Baba Yen or Baba Sen or something. But I think there were multiple times where I realized halfway through that I did not know what his last name was. And so I just awkwardly <laughs> said, like, Baba. And if you could find some of those <laughs> and just, like, plop them in. Right. Just to establish I'll see if I can point, do that. I was never under any illusions that I knew this man's name. Okay, see, I actually, I wrote his name down correctly. And then confidently said the wrong name throughout <laughs> most of the podcast. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, I was like, I was editing it and looking at my notes, and I realized that they didn't match uh, what I was saying and what I written down. Well, was it um, that so yeah, John Baba Sen, or did he write in and did he say that you know you guys messed up my name? But it's okay, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> uh, what a fan to have! That would be great. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Um, we are the first ASMR podcast to be endorsed by Baba, Baba Sen. Sen. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and uh, I think that does it for names we fucked up. Uh, actually, you know what, John? I'm gonna I'm gonna nope. just add on to that a little bit more. Actually, I'm gonna yeah. retract what I said. We are not the first podcast to be endorsed by Bobasan because that is factually incorrect. We are the first podcast to be endorsed by Baba Yen, though. And I think he should be the mascot for our podcast. <laughs> the fictional man Baba Yen. The fictional and massager Baba Yen. Who's, oh, I think Baba Yen probably works just like across the street from Baba Sen. And like Baba's- <laughs> Big rivals. Yeah, like, so Baba Sen is the cosmic head massager. Baba Yen is is probably um he probably does like foot massages. And like what's what's the opposite of cosmic energy? I don't know, like Or maybe he does interstellar foot massages. Interstell I like that. Interstellar foot massages. And there might okay, be a joke yeah. to be made with like the movie Interstellar, but I've not seen it, so I don't know. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I also haven't seen it, but I just this feels like your uh, Credence Clearwater Revival joke that you wanted to make. <laughs> what Credence Clearwater uh, Revival joke? Uh, at one point I said uh, cr- the word Credence, <laughs> and so you thought there was a Credence Clearwater Revival joke to be made. I feel like your whole, I feel like the fact that we have the Interstellar Foot Massager uh, is not really good enough reason to make a, move, a joke about the movie Interstellar. Well, you'll have to write in, listeners, and tell us what you think. <laughs> About <laughs> Baba Yen, the interstellar foot massager. And is there an interstellar joke to be made with that? I just don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, so the, so the side quests. Yes, and now it's time for the side quests. Uh, I don't have too much to talk about this week. Um, for whatever reason, I didn't uh, watch a lot of ASMR videos since our last recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did make a point of listening to California by Grimes. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you had mentioned that last week, um, and I do sort of see what you mean about the sort of ASMR effects at the end, um, but it is very brief. You hadn't prepared me for how brief it is. Well, it's very brief, it's like John. two seconds. But when you listen to someone... it like eighty times in a day, it adds okay. <laughs> that, that makes to like one hundred and sixty seconds. <laughs> um, I did also watch a couple of uh, Baba Sun videos. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I've, I only watched uh, a couple, and they're only, like, seven or eight minutes long, um, so I didn't invest a ton of time in it, um, but so far, I, I didn't really find that I was experiencing uh, ASMR by watching them, because um, they they don't have what so far seems to be the most reliable uh, trigger for me, which is the intense sort of binaural sound effects, um, but I do sort of see how they are... Um, like I do see what makes them relaxing, um, and uh, it actually—I uh, meant to bring this up last week and uh, missed it. Um, in the documentary, um, Art Markman, I believe, yeah, uh, who is the professor of psychology, um, made some comment about how the Baba Sen videos are very stimulating because um, there's a lot of noise in them. Uh, Baba Sen makes a lot of movement. He does different sounds. Um, and it just, it really draws your attention. Um, and I kind of wanted to elaborate on that. I feel like more than draws your attention. I feel like it, like, takes your attention. Takes? Um, which I think, which I think might be where the sort of, like, relax, 
Asian effects come from. Um, just that, like, as much as there are a lot of aspects of that you wouldn't expect to be um, relaxing, uh, the main focus of it is relaxing, and there's just enough going on in it that you kind of have to be paying attention to the video. And, like, it's much easier to stop thinking about other things because there's just so much happening in the video. Hmm. So it sort of forces you to be in the moment just because the moment is so bizarre. I think so. Yeah, so, sort of so, something along those lines. That's my, my working uh, postulation, I guess. Um, but that, that's sort of how I'm feeling about it at this point. Uh, yeah. That's about all I have for side quests for this week. I doubt that you have any side quests. No, I do, up. John. I have a very important side quest. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, so, because one of my lab mates, um, actually the one who I've, I've brought up before, um, Jonathan Stroud, who, thanks again for the, uh, for the music, Jonathan. He also recently, I think he, he today actually listened to episode five, so he's listened to the whole ASMR quest. Oh, and I nice. think besides you, he might be the first person to have done that. <laughs> I, don't, I think we have a couple other friends who've listened to all of them. Oh, okay. Uh, or at least who have listened to the first four. I don't know if any, if they've all caught off on five yet, but... Uh, but he got one of those head massager things recently and brought it into the office. Oh, one of the, like, wire things? Yeah, yeah. And according to him, that's a lot... Um, and it's very similar to how ASMR feels. Oh! I... I would actually agree with that. It's been a while since I've used one of those, so I had not really made that connection. Like, I haven't used one since I um, became aware of ASMR. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would agree with that. It's definitely a similar feeling. Not quite the same, but certainly similar. Um, especially the, the way that it will like send tingles down your spine. Especially if you have someone else doing it to you, or you haven't like used one in a while. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, mean, I certainly get a reaction out of those guys. Like, when somebody's doing it to you, it does feel very pleasurable, so. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like, maybe that's a way for all of our listeners out there who have not experienced ASMR themselves, you know, maybe that's a way to simulate it for yourself. Yeah. I would definitely say that it's, I think that those are more intense and more physical, whereas I would say that ASMR has more of a sort of like mental component to it as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and the physical reaction isn't quite as intense. But I think it is probably the best approximation that I know of um, to what ASMR is. Uh, potentially, it could be it could be a gateway. I don't know. <laughs> the gateway Maybe it could help people experience ASMR. <laughs> but thank you, Jonathan, for that uh, very astute observation. Yeah. Um... So I think uh, that brings us to the end of side quests. I think so, and I don't. We I, are just rocketing through this one. Yeah, wow. it's gonna be a twenty-minute episode, which is good because I, I sort of went over some of the episodes. I didn't listen to them, but I looked at how long they were. Yeah, and like the first one was a tight thirty, right? Uh, yeah, twenty-six well, minutes. I mean, not really tight though, because we t- did literally nothing in it. But <laughs> yeah, it was like a. It was at least tight in that it was small. It could fit into a small short. space. Um, but then they just sort of blew up, didn't they? Yeah. Last week's, I had to cut a lot out, because we talked for so <laughs> goddamn long. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, uh, so I think it's time for the main quest, though. Okay. Um, so, so this is the big surprise, the big reveal, because mm-hmm. our listeners don't know, because we tried a new thing with our last episode. So, uh, Ian, um, maybe I'll, I'll let it in a drum roll sound here. Uh, okay, hold on, I'll, I'll help you out. Listeners, this week, we watched... I forgot. I had the name written down, but I didn't have the paper in my hand. Okay, alright, here we go. Uh, we watched ASMR <laughs> Heart. <laughs> Wait, no, okay, now you need to stop. Uh, we watched ASMR Heart Pokemon Card Collection by Velvet Whisper. Yeah, by Velvet Whisper. Yeah, so, um, you... so we watched a an ASMR video about a Pokemon card collection, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I said at the beginning that I felt like this episode was going to have less ASMR talk than usual, uh, because I would say that both Ian and I have some... Some feelings about Pokemon. We are both Pokemon fans. I certainly would not call myself an expert, but certainly a fan. Uh, Ian, I think, is more of an expert than I am, but probably still not a true expert. But I feel like we are going to easily get derailed um, and talk about Pokemon. Uh, but I'm going to start us off by trying to talk about ASMR. Okay, okay. I will say, um, um, just to establish my own personal Pokemon credentials... So I don't know. Yes, please go ahead. I just, I don't know that much about most of the later gens of Pokemon, but I'm mm. I'm you know I I was I was a child when Gen One was really big and oh so was I yeah it was, what a coincidence <laughs> it's almost like we're the same age <laughs> it's almost like we're Siamese twins <laughs> is it true. You'll never know. Uh, but yeah, we, we certainly were both children during the uh, the Gen 1 Pokemon craze. We both very much get swept up in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sort of more relevantly for me, I think, um, I, in undergrad, decided that I would go through um, the Gen 1 game again. Because I I'd, I'd, I'd played a huge amount of it when I was a kid, but like most kids playing video games, I was terrible at it. <laughs> I just didn't seem to understand um, the point of, you know, I guess I, I, I understood the point. The point was to catch them all. I was just, I was a shit. <laughs> and so I thought, you know, I would go and I would play it again. But I ran into this problem where, you know, when you actually sort of understand the basics of gameplay, uh, Pokemon is a ridiculously easy game. The first and... <laughs> At least the early ones. I heard that the newest one is a bit more challenging. Maybe. I had heard from a friend who was who was more of a Pokemon fan than me that the games got easier over time. Although that that trend might have. I think reversed. that that's true up until the newest one. Okay. Um, haven't played it myself. Though. Yeah, nor have I. But I decided to set a challenge for myself with this newest, uh, or with my with my sort of new run of the first gen Pokemon, where I thought, you know, those those fucking bug catcher trainers y'all find early in the game. <laughs> Maybe they know what's up. <laughs> and so I thought, why don't I only use bug-type Pokemon? <laughs> and it turns out, it turns out you can do a lot of different type challenges. Like, type challenges are a very common thing in um, Pokemon runs. Turns out a bug-type run Gen 1 is sort of astonishingly infeasible. Because <laughs> there are so few good bug-type Pokemon. There's so little type coverage. Their stats are so terrible. And the best bug type move, the best bug type move, first gen, is, uh, Beedrill's signature move, Twin Needle. 
It's a true story. That is the most powerful bug type move. Twin Needle, oh, so bad. which is the power of, what, I think, like, a tackle or two? <laughs> and Beedrill's also, oh, I think, God. probably the worst fully evolved bug type in the first gen. <laughs> Just a garbage, garbage Pokemon. <laughs> Just unfortunate, because he's so cool. He's really like, cool. Like, really It's such bad. a cool Pokemon, but it, it is garbage. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had to learn a lot of tips and tricks on how to get through uh, with... Only using bug types in the first gen. And yeah, there's all sorts of fun tricks. Um, like, for example, Slash. One thing I didn't know, but first gen Slash uh, was a broken move. Because it always critical hit. It always had a critical hit. Wow. Also, Parasect, despite being a terrible, terrible Pokemon, is a savior for a bug-only run. Because guess what? He's the closest thing to type coverage you'll ever get. Because he's grass type. (laughs) And when you're running a bug-only team, if you are playing with something that's not bug poison, it's incredible. (laughs) It's like, wow, that's so many bug grass, so many new opportunities, except, of course, for fire. That is still the worst. (laughs) But Parasect does learn dig. Which is the only ground-type move, of course, that anybody on your team can learn. It's the only thing that's has... I think it's the only move that any bug-type Pokemon can learn that is super effective against fire-types. Oh, wow. Nice. But, of course, he is bug-grass, so he is super weak <laughs> to fire-types. I'm now realizing that you predicted there wouldn't be much ASMR talkings here. I've now spent maybe five minutes talking about Pokemon. <laughs> So, John, I think... I think Specifically might... about a weird Pokemon run that you did a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um. Um, so, I'm going to try to bring us back to ASMR briefly. Okay. Because okay. um, that is, in theory, the point of this podcast. Oh, I've got a lot of ASMR notes about this one. Okay, I'm sure you do. Um, so, I, I do have a couple of ASMR notes. Um, so, I guess the, 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 the big question, uh, did this trigger ASMR for me or not? Um, it did not trigger ASMR for me. Um, I think one of the big reasons being that, um, it, again, it did not have the, uh, like, the intense binaural sound effects, which, again, seems to be the most, uh, consistent trigger for me. Um, I also, I don't really know why, but for some reason I felt kind of stressed, like, going into it, which I think makes it more difficult to experience ASMR. So I feel like you do need to be relaxed in order to experience ASMR. Mm. I certainly became more relaxed as I was watching the video, but not, but like because I started feeling kind of stressed, I didn't get quite to the point I would have needed to be um, to experience ASMR. Um, I also was just sort of distracted by trying to take notes and also thinking about Pokemon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, John, I want to do a fun um, little segment now. Yeah. Where you predict what I thought about this video. Um, wait, uh, I, I had, like, a, one more thing I wanted to say about ASMR real quick, and then I really want to play that. Okay, game. okay. Um, okay, uh, so, in terms of ASMR, though, I, I do definitely see how this can be an effective trigger for ASMR, or, like, this type of video. Um, because, uh, I, actually, I do believe that 
I have experienced ASMR in real life by going over people's card collections. I mean, between, like, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and Magic, I've had plenty of opportunities to look at friends' <laughs> card collections throughout my life. Um, and I think that... Um, and it is something where you tend to, like, talk kind of softly for the most part. Um, you know, whoever's going through their collection, whether it be a card collection or really any other kind of collection, the owner of said collection always is very gentle with it, um, like, very caring and careful and, like, touching things softly, being very deliberate with their movements, which I think is a trigger for a lot of people. Um, and then there's also just kind of a lot of, like, rustling and, like, moving like flipping the pages pulling things out putting them back in um lots of different little things that i think can help trigger people's asmr um and so while this video didn't do it for me i definitely can see the potential in it and i do believe that i have at some point in my life experienced asmr from this type of situation in real life um do you have anything in response to that or should i try to guess what you yeah, like, i think i think you should how you, how you felt i think about you this should video? guess yeah what i felt about this video Okay, um, so I imagine that you liked this more than any of the other ASMR videos we've watched so far. Um, I imagine that you could relate to quite a few of the things she said about Pokemon, but not everything she said about Pokemon. There are a couple things in particular that I don't think you can relate to. Um, I suspect that you, like me, did not appreciate her sorting method. Um... <laughs> Uh, which I, I did take a note on that specific thing, I will get to. Um, I suspect that you liked the fact that the camera was on the cards the whole time and not her face, because I imagine that that made you, or I imagine, I suspect that the, like, close-up faces in the past have made you somewhat uncomfortable, um, so I think the fact that it was not just, like, trained on her face the whole time was probably good for you. Um... I don't know, uh, you like Pokemon, so I, I, I assume you liked that aspect of it. Um, I don't know, I, so I, yeah, I guess my, my big thing is I, I think you probably like this more than the other ones. Uh, you probably still didn't love it, but I think you maybe thought it was okay. Well, John, you made some good points. You made some good points. Okay. Um, you sort of, you sort of stumbled there at the end, is how I would describe okay. the prediction strategy. Um, saying that I thought it would... <laughs> You, you thought that I, I would think it was okay. Um, yeah. I guess my thought about this video... So I think you're right in that it made me less uncomfortable than the previous videos that we've watched. Um, and so there's there's something to that. And I did like that she was talking about Pokemon, because I do like Pokemon. But I thought, just from a... Because, you know, at this point, we're on episode 6 now. I think we're sort of connoisseurs mm -hmm. of the ASMR community. And I thought this was maybe the the least ASMR video that we've seen so far. Except, maybe except for the documentary about ASMR. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Um, yeah, it, it was less whispery than some of the others. Um, and certainly uh, not binaural. Yeah, and also... Which I guess would be, like, the two big things. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I, I think even if I did experience ASMR, and if, like... Because, I mean, this was, this was a primarily tapping-focused video, I, I would say. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there was definitely quite a bit of tapping. I was more focused, I think, on the... Sort of the aspects of going over the collection that I already brought mm -hmm. up. 
um, the sort of like shuffling things around, rustling, and yeah, there was there was a fair uh, amount of rustling about it. The being gentle and careful, mm-hmm. uh, but there was quite a bit of tapping as well. That's true. I think the thing that would have just killed me about this video <laughs> was the focusing problems. Oh, I wanted to. So I. So um. Yeah, so she did have trouble getting the cards, or getting the camera to focus on the cards a lot of the time when she was holding them up close to the camera. Uh, especially the, like, the foil cards or the holographic cards, whatever you want to call them. Because mm-hmm. um, I think they they were reflective, so it's definitely hard for the camera to autofocus on them. Um, and so, yeah, there were, def- were definitely a lot of focusing issues. But I gotta say, I found it really satisfying whenever the camera did finally... Uh, focus on the card. That is true. It was satisfying when it went in there. But it would just, it would take, like, sometimes, I'm not exaggerating here, 20 seconds. She's just holding <laughs> up this blur, taking up all the space on the camera. And also, I will say, I decided to try something new with this video. Mm-hmm. Where, instead of having it on in the background, where, while I, like, was just browsing the internet or reading papers or something, I was like, you know what, no, I need to take this seriously. And so I sat Thank down you. and I watched it with dinner. And I didn't watch anything else while I was doing it. And so maybe, maybe that's why I, cause I feel like, I feel like I had a lot of nitpicks in this video. And I mean, normally I'm pretty accepting and open about all the ASMR content that we watch. <laughs> <laughs> but this time I somehow managed to scrounge together a couple, a couple little nitpicks. Uh. Oh, she also has a a part two, which I started watching. I didn't finish it because um, I, I fell asleep watching it. Oh. Uh, so that was nice. Oh, well, so it worked yeah. for you. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't, it didn't trigger ASMR for me, but it definitely put me to sleep. So that was nice. Mm. Um, she does get better at the focusing in the second one. I don't. She, like, figured out some technique to it. I don't know what it was, but she she, she mastered it. Okay. Somehow. Yeah. So do you want me? Do you want me to go through all of my nits right now? Uh, <laughs> all of my complaints and grievances. <laughs> um, maybe let's not. Well, okay, maybe let's start off page uh, one for, for our special <laughs> segment, uh, or maybe bring them up naturally because uh, I, I still have a few more things I wanted to talk about. Um, so let's see. Do I have anything else that is actually about ASMR? Um. I don't think so. Well, it's time for me so to talk about my grievances, about, then. Well, uh, let me talk about other aspects of the video. <laughs> um, and maybe you can put your grievances in slowly and gradually? So, like, um, I just sort of shout them out over what you're saying? <laughs> um, so, uh... I think her nails were also... artificial. <laughs> Obviously. Well, but what's the point? <laughs> What's the point of having artificial nails, John? <laughs> it's like a... Lots of people do it. It's lots a, of people do it, John. Trend. Well, you know what else lots of people do? Lots of lots of people fucking, you know, do terrorism, John. <laughs> lots of people jump off bridges. <laughs> or high boards when they're diving. <laughs> Those are the same as each other or as what? the fake nails. Because, <laughs> like, 
Jumping off of a high board for diving is definitely different than having fake nails, and also definitely different than committing terrorism. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> on the other hand, though, John, imagine you're a little kid in the pool, and somebody comes plummeting from, like, a thousand feet in the air. <laughs> you don't do it! But there's a little kid right there. Well, you don't do <laughs> it, maybe, like... John, but you don't know about all the... Here's the thing. If you're an Olympian, right? If you're an Olympian, yes. it's got it's 10,000 hours, right? 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. <laughs> so that's all well and good if you're fucking, like, marathoning or horseback riding or curling. But if you're jumping off of a high board, imagine how long it takes to get 10,000 hours of falling. <laughs> like, you've got to be doing it all day, every day, John, is what I'm saying. And if, <laughs> if there's a little kid in the pool, <laughs> that can't stop you. <laughs> they don't have, like... They don't have, like, the, like, 10-meter platforms at just, like, your community pool. And you go down there for free swim and start jumping off the 10-meter platform. Well, maybe not at your community <laughs> pool, John, but I've got a lot of memories. special times that you go do that. Got a lot of memories, John. A lot of trauma. <laughs> so that was one of my grievances. Which brings me to the way that she had her Pokemon cards. Oh, man. This is another grievance. To be fair to her. To be fair to her, she said the last time she sorted her cards was when she was in fourth grade. Well, but I think that's a mark against her right there. I I don't know. I can't really fault her for the things that she did as a fourth grader. But there's only one way to sort Pokemon cards, and the way she had hers sorted was not it. So she had them sorted by HP, like highest to lowest, and then by color within that. Um, when clearly the only way to sort Pokemon cards is by number. Yeah, they do and have if you just don't a built-in number. You leave don't it they? blank. They do just come yeah, you have with to sort them by explicit number. ordering. That's the thing about Pokemon. <laughs> like you got the 150 original Pokemon, they've got a strict ordering to them. Like Nintendo knew what they were doing, and if you think you got a better ordering system. Here's the thing, there's multiple versions <laughs> of Pokemon, right? Like, so each Pokemon can have, like, multiple cards of them. Those different cards of them might have different HP values. Yeah. But, like, they have the same number. And, like, I guess you could put them in different card slots, or you could stick them in the same one. I tended to put them in the same one, even if they were different versions of the same card. Because mm. it's the same Pokemon, it's the same number, you order them by number, if you miss one, you skip a spot. So that when you do get it, you can just stick it oh, right you had in there. Blanks. I didn't have blank spots. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I have many. I probably don't... Actually, I probably got to a point where I didn't have any. Because I probably had all of them. But I think for, like, when I did have ones that were missing, I think I left it blank. So there was a spot ready for it. Okay. So it's, I want to bring up something about this video, like, sort of towards the beginning of it that I noticed. Um, mm-hmm. She starts off the video by saying that, you know, it's... She's been promising that she would do this video for over a year, and she's finally able to film it. John? (laughs) What made it so that she was finally able to film this video, do you think? I don't know. Well, so I guess the first question is, has she put out videos in that year? My guess is yes. So maybe she just didn't have her cards available? But, like, where where would they be? I guess, like, maybe... Maybe... Like, I think she's in college, so maybe they were, like, at her parents' house, Mm, presumably. Hold on, let's take a look Um, at the Whisper. 
I feel like at this point we're snooping into this person's Oh, no, that's never stopped us before, has it? That's never stopped you before, John. <laughs> I'm always trying to give these <laughs> ASM artists their space. I'm trying to respect them as human beings. <laughs> it's, it's never stopped you. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on. It's, it's... Um, so, uh, just real quick, um, in the video, Velvet Whisper uh, did talk about uh, when she was younger playing Pokemon. And how much she struggled um, in, like, gold and silver with the mill tank at the gym that just kept using rollout. And I gotta say, I have to agree. Was that in the second like, part? I just, I could... Was that but, in the second part? Um, I don't remember where it happened. Okay. But I, I just recall that there was a mill tank in... Silver for me. Oh, no, no, in the video. Did, did, um, was she talking about this in the second part? Oh, no, no, this wasn't in the first part of the video. Oh, maybe I wasn't paying as good attention as I thought. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't know if you played Gold and Silver, but there was there was a mill mm-hmm. tank that used Rollout, and, God, like, I could not beat it at the time. It was a toughie. Um, yeah. Actually, it is possible this was in the second part of the video, because I didn't write this note down while I was watching. It was just something I remembered. Mm. But, God, that fucking mill tank. It was tough. Uh, well, I think it's time that we well, move on. on. I gotta, I'm, to... gonna, I'm gonna go. Oh. I'm gonna run down my list real quick. Actually, most of these aren't grievances that I took notes on. They were just okay. Well, actually, no. So I guess we are moving on to our next segment, mm-hmm. Ian. We're moving on to the segment where uh, you you insult whoever we've been talking about in this particular burning episode. bridges. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I guess burning bridges is actually appropriate because, like, it does kind of come originally from like people burning bridges in war, and then got turned into a different thing. So I guess it's still kind of appropriate for our questing theme, or, or motif. I suppose. Oh, don't use that word, though. But, let's see, what's, what were the, some things? Um, let's see here. There's, there's like an order to these guys that I should, I should put in. Well, I want to I wanna give her some credit for a couple of things. Okay. Oh, so I'm gonna wow. I'm going to start off by saying, you know, that not give her some credit. That. She spends a fair amount of time in the video um, talking shit about Sea King, and I think it's it was it was about time, you know. Yeah, I I agree with her there. Like Sea King, he's like, gone off too easy for too long. <laughs> it was I thought it was I thought it was it was really inspiring. I thought she was very brave to put Sea King on blast like that. <laughs> I I agree. Like what a what a shitty evolution to go from Golding to Sea King. It really was. Um I really liked her quote at the end, or towards the end, where she was talking about Jigglypuff. And she was saying, you know, you don't have to train Jigglypuff, but you have to respect her. <laughs> yeah. I also like talking about the Jigglypuff in a tree card, because that is an iconic it one. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was also talking at one point about um Trading Pokemon with herself using her sister's Game Boy, uh, which you gotta respect that dedication. Yeah, yeah, that was that was something. Um, I will say, so she she was talked at, at one point. She was apologizing about um, the neighbors, saying like, "Oh, the neighbors are noisy." And I was just thinking, you know, I wonder how the neighbors feel living next to an ASM what? artist. Who's <laughs> like quietly making videos? Well, but she's Who's quietly whispering? making videos, John. But she's also fucking tapping all the time, and, <laughs> and she's she's like doing these haircut things. 
And it's like, no, I don't want a haircut. I just, I just want to go into my apartment and live my life. <laughs> She's accosting you at the door. I don't. Know, I think I'd have an issue with it. And then to, to sort of. Um, Wait, why is she accosting you at well, the door? Well, this, this, it's how it is, okay? You know these people, these kind of people. <laughs> um, but I found, actually, that there was an ASMR subreddit. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking over some of the top ASMR um, subreddit posts of all time. And one of them actually describes a situation in which an individual... Um, who was listening to ASMR videos at night, he posted saying, I think I've driven one of my neighbors insane. Because they were talking about like hearing these tapping sounds and these whispers at night. They weren't (laughs) sure where they were coming from. (laughs) So I think this might be a real, a real concern. I'm thin walls. I'm worried for velvet whispers neighbors is all I'm saying. Also, I just thought I wanna I wanna sorta end my burning bridges. Maybe not with burning bridges so much. Um but just an observation about oh, Pokemon you're... that I never really thought of before. Yeah. Because like the the whole the whole game, right? The whole, whole video game and the card game, it's all about collection. It's all about accumulating mm-hmm. all of these Pokemon and just you know sort of keeping them to to, to complete a set. Mm-hmm. But in the Pokemon anime there's this thing where, you know, Ash will, he'll catch all the Pokemon in an area or something, or he'll catch a couple of them anyway. But then when he moves on to the next area, he just basically lets all of his Pokemon go for one reason or another. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, she talked about that in she the She talked video, about though. it, and she talked about how silly it was, but it, I actually, I started thinking, like, you know, maybe they were trying to send a message. It's like, these, these, these people who are writing the show, you know, they know that they are ultimately serving as the face of a product which is ultimately designed to get children addicted to, you know, consumerist society, right? Like, that's the point oh, of Pokemon. I see where you're getting at, what you're getting at. But here at. they go, and they, they, they sort of just slip into the, the end of the show sometimes, you know, like, sometimes you, you have to let things that you like go, you'll, you'll get something, and, you know, maybe it can do more good somewhere else. Or just, you know, it's oh, like, it's, yeah. these Pokemon, they're, they're creatures too, and you don't get to just accumulate them and sort of let them live at your leisure, you know? It's... Yeah, sort of just a little anti-consumer message slipping, slipped into Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. By the, by the jaded writers. By the writers. jaded writers. I don't know, and it's, it's just funny, because I definitely, growing up, thought that exactly the same as uh, Velvet Whisperer were, you know? What the fuck is Ash doing? He could just bring like a big beefy Charizard to the new area and just kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, giving up a Charizard—that's that's pretty yeah, dumb. Was... I mean, it's fucking Charizard. Pretty dumb. Um, oh, I guess oh, I would be remiss to end this podcast without plugging my favorite Pokemon of all time, uh, Venusaur. Uh, so you know, just just Venusaur is the best. Oh, hold on, um, you're forgetting about Weezing, though. I, I love Venusaur. I think you're forgetting about Weezing. <laughs> Weezing is pretty great. <laughs> it's just you have one fucking. I love the best part about Weezing is you've got, you've got your fucking, you know, coughing right, and he's just this happy little sludge ball, and then he finally evolves and he turns into two depressed sludge balls, and then what appears <laughs> to be like an aborted third sludge ball, because like I don't think the third ball has a face. Yeah, I don't think. But so. I like to think it it was a coughing. 
Or it was gonna be a coffin. <laughs> and it was just, maybe that's why the other two heads are so sad. <laughs> or maybe that's like, a baby developing? Maybe that's like going to become a coffin? Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. So like it's, that's how coffins reproduce. Or that's, I guess that's how wheezings reproduce. I don't really know how Pokemon reproduce, actually. Because in the games, they it's just make not eggs. really... Yeah, they, they don't really go into a ton of detail. There's not not a lot of canon. Like, that yeah. makes sense for, you know, like, your Pidgeots and your Fearows and such. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for all Pokemon, though. It doesn't though. make sense for Grimer. For most Pokemon. You know? <laughs> no, definitely not. It doesn't make sense. The one that it really makes the least sense for, I think... Is Weepin' Bell. Cause. Hmm. Yeah. You no, know, it doesn't make sense for the plant ones. It certainly doesn't make sense for, like, Magnum. Well, even beyond that, John, I'm saying Weepin' Bell. You know, I don't think Weepin' Bell is ever having, like, normal sex that can well, result in Presumably it's gonna be, like, right? Victory Bell. That's. Like, presumably it's Victory Bell that is. Reproduced. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty Bell. sure. I'm pretty sure you can have any. any like, stage of the Pokemon Reapers. I don't think they need to be fully evolved. Oh, I was kind of assuming that, like, that uh, it was at, ev- like, the, that they were adults when they evolved. But I guess that's not necessarily the case. I mean, they only evolve by fighting, Because evolving right? is more about, like, experience than age. I think, yeah, but... I think I think their evolution is more about how violent they are. Because, like, if you're a peaceful, <laughs> if you're a peaceful Pokemon, you're never going to get into Pokemon battles, you're never going to gain any XP, so you're never going to evolve, right? Hmm, yeah, that's a good point. So I'm just saying, if you huh. see a Dragonite in the street, John, you should be frightened, because it's a cold-blooded killer. <laughs> Got a very high XP level. Uh, so, to go up, and they evolve really late, too, so. They do, yeah. They're brutal. Alright, we, we gotta wrap this up, Ian. We gotta wrap. Well, so what, what are we at? Sitting at like a, a tight so, 15 right now? A tight one hour. Holy hour. shit. Oh my god. John, how do we do it? I, I think I'm gonna have to cut something out. I don't know. You're gonna have to cut all this out, John. Uh, yeah, it was all garbage. Um, so, so yeah, it is time for inventory management. Okay. Um, so, real quick, um, yeah, uh, please um, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, we will re- we will read out your review on the podcast. Um, feel free to contact us at asmrquesting at gmail.com or on Twitter at asmr underscore quest. Um, yeah, it, it's just yeah iTunes, Gmail, and Twitter. Um, so yeah, once again, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Email us at asmrquesting at gmail.com or on Twitter, contact us. We are at asmr underscore quest. Um, did you have any other final notes, Ian? Um, I think that since we haven't really gotten feedback yet, we should do another surprise main quest next week, and then beyond that, we'll reconsider whether we want to do it as a surprise or tell people. Yeah, you know, guys, um, it's all on you. If you want if you want to know what's going on, you got to let us know what's going on, okay? This is a two-way street, and I'm getting pretty pissed <laughs> at all of our lazy <laughs> fucking listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you see, John, I was oh, burning the in the end.